Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Don't be afraid to walk away from anything because there's another opportunity right around the corner. Don't think this is the only thing and the only one. Don't get attached to any particular outcome. Best ever listeners, you ready to take your online advertising into the big leagues? Are you ready to get more leads? Well, how about we do all this for free? Yeah, sure, free. Well, it starts out with a free strategy session with Dan Barrett. You recognize his name, episode 565, titled Google AdWords and Cutting Edge Strategies. He's the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. That's why I'm talking about him. And he's managed over a million dollars of client spend and scored an 80th percentile for or higher for best practice. Basically, he knows his stuff. And... He is offering a free strategy session for one hour to do a deep dive with you and learn about your market and collaboratively come up with an online advertising strategy based on your target audience. And he's offering to do this for the best ever listeners. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. I mentioned free. Well, the strategy session is free and then you can either take the online advertising strategy that he comes up with on the call and go implement it yourself. There you go. It's free. Or you can have him and his agency do it for you. It's a turnkey solution. And by the way, that likely one that being free too, assuming that you're closing on the leads that he's generating for you as a result of all the efforts. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. He's got some amazing stuff. Ask him about the pre-targeting for direct mail lists that he does. It's something unique to their company, and it's pretty exciting stuff. He's noticing some tremendous results as a result of doing pre-targeting. So ask him about that. AdWordsNerds.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff with us today, Kim Addis. How you doing, Kim? I'm great. How are you? I am doing great as well. Nice to have you on the show. A little bit about Kim. She is the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and Journal Engine Software. She has been recognized as one of North America's top 50 most influential women in real estate. She is an author, speaker, and mother of one, two, three, four, five kids, and she's based in Toronto, Canada. With that being said, Kim, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on? 
Sure. Right now I coach people. I coach the highly driven population, those people who typically have four things in common. Number one is that they are highly driven and they have incredible goals that they want to reach. Number two is they're good people. They want to make a positive difference in the world. They tend to get involved in charity communities. They donate, those kinds of things. Number three is they are big livers. So they want to have the best of everything. They want to have a nice home. They want to have a nice car. They want to travel to nice places. They want to have great health, great relationships, etc. And number four is they're frustrated, overwhelmed, stressed, tired, exhausted, and find themselves bumping up against the same problems over and over and over again. That's what I do. I work with those people. Sweet. Well, let's talk about your real estate background, and perhaps that will bring to life the coaching stuff in more context. Tell us about your real estate investments from beginning to where you're at now. Well, real estate investments are very simple. I used to own property as a landlord. That was years ago when I was first married, my first round of marriage when I was 20. So I started young, and over time, I've still just been purchasing my own properties without mortgage, etc. But my involvement in real estate is not really so much focused on my real estate investment, I'm not anything extraordinary more than any other average person, but I was really interested in what is it that makes a real estate professional better than any other real estate professional. And so that's how I got involved in the real estate industry is I studied what makes a top performer. That's where my career brought me to really getting involved in the real estate career and going out to all the conferences and events and learning what drives real estate professionals. All right, and I certainly want to get the answer to that question, but I do want to back up a little bit. You said you have been buying properties without mortgages. Why without mortgages? I'm not a big fan of debt, so I prefer to purchase and be clean and clear, and then whatever it is that I do with those properties in terms of rental income or my homes over the years, it just has felt a lot better. I love living debt-free. It's a good way for me to live without any additional stress or headaches. Okay. And you're an active real estate investor now? Yes, absolutely. And are you investing in Toronto or other areas? Primarily locally. What's the last deal you did? Not necessarily when you did it, but just what are the numbers on it? It's a little bit personal. It involves some players, so I'd rather not get into the details, but I'm involved in some family investments, etc. Okay. You told me before we started interviewing, you're like, the harder interview, the better, so you're I'm bringing right. it. You're right. <laughs> we're going to go into my financial situation. Hey, every, every interview, I ask the guests, what's the last deal you did? Tell us the numbers on it. And 99% of the time, they tell me, how about a deal that wasn't the last one, but maybe a previous one? Just give us the numbers just so we have an idea of what you're buying. A while ago, I bought investment property in Ottawa. They were single bedroom apartments, and at the time, we had mortgages, but low mortgages, so they were covering the mortgages, and then we'd sell them for about a 20% profit. When you own a few over time, then it kind of adds up. All right. I can tell by your short responses when I ask those questions. That's not a territory that you want to focus on. So I do want to know, I'm sure the best effort listeners are curious. You mentioned you were studying what makes a real estate professional better than other real estate professionals. You went to conferences. What were the insights that you got from that investigation? Well, normally you would think that a really great real estate professional is one who has really strong real estate related skills. Maybe they are good at building rapport. Maybe they are good at closing the deal. Maybe they're good at identifying different options available 
on both the buyer and the seller side of the equation. And what we discovered is that all of that is very important, but it's not critical. Really what's critical is if a person has a high degree of emotional resilience. So what does that mean? As a real estate professional, if you lose a deal, what do you do? when that happens. And even as an investor, what do you do when you lose a deal? Or what do you do when a deal goes south? Or what do you do when you're actually losing money on a deal? So what do you do? How do you bounce back from that? And the person who has the ability to bounce back with greater speed and agility, that's the person who's going to be much more likely to succeed. So very often when we interview possible real estate professionals to represent us, we want to know about their wins. And my recommendation is don't only ask about their wins, ask about their losses and what they did with those losses. And so that's interesting. People are uncomfortable with that. That's okay. But the losses are where we really learn how a person has the ability to take a bad situation and turn it into an advantage. On that note, let's talk about a deal for you that didn't go according to plan. How'd you handle it? Can you tell us the story of it? Absolutely. I can tell you a personal situation. It wasn't real estate oriented, but I mentioned to you that I used to own property when I was young with my first husband. I'm remarried now. And so one of the things that happened to us is we owned a company together. And as our marriage unfolded, I ended up selling my shares. I didn't know much about tax law or anything like that. And I made a huge, huge error in the way that I sold my company. And a couple of years after the sale, I ended up getting a call from our government, our CRA, and letting me know that I owed them $300,000 in taxes. So not quite the real estate story you wanted, but still definitely an investment that kind of blew up on me. And it was a scary time, but luckily I had the money, so I just paid it off. And right after that, I just really scaled back. I stopped going to get my hair done at the hairdressers. I learned to color it myself. I just took care of things a little bit differently and stopped living very frivolously and just kind of scaled back until I recalibrated and kind of felt more comfortable again. But it took me a couple of good years until I got back on my feet after that. I know we have some Canadian listeners. In fact, I'd say about uh, 7% of the audience live in Canada. What was the specific mistake that you made so that they don't make it? There's a way that you sell your company where you get a $500,000 tax exemption from the sale of a company. And I didn't sell it that way. So I didn't get that benefit. So all of it was taxable. Mm. And I didn't know. And because I didn't pay tax on that amount for a few years after that. So not only did I incur a tax bill, I also incurred a bill on the money that wasn't paid. Mm. All right. So your recommendation would be just speak to an accountant before you do that? Yeah, speak to an accountant and even a tax lawyer would be really helpful. So don't just sell your shares, like understand what you're getting into Mm. and make sure that you're taking the right steps from a legal standpoint and understand what the tax implications are. The taxes are a big deal. Taxes you know, are they're uh, our number one expense. Yeah. So the other thing I would recommend on a business side of the equation, we've been audited here. And I was so happy about how squeaky clean our books were, professionally speaking, that the revenue agent, she took our books for close to nine months and just sat on them. And we would kind of review and say, hey, what's up? What's happening? Can we get an update? And finally, she came back and said, I don't see anything wrong here. It's all clean. There was not a single adjustment that had to be made. So really keep clean books. (laughs) It's another recommendation. Congratulations on that, by the way. The squeaky clean part, that's a challenge of most investors and just most entrepreneurs in general. For us, there's two things, pay your bills fast 
and make sure to be on top of your collections. I want to go back to what you said. You said the difference between real estate professionals and the best of the best real estate professionals is a person who has a high degree of emotional resilience. And that reminds me just simple stuff. It's going to be a little ridiculous, but I'm on a softball team. And when someone has an error in the field, I can tell the people on my team, I don't have to know them. I can tell which ones are successful in business and which ones are not. Because the ones who are not successful, they moan, they complain, and they let the error that someone else made just upset them for about seven or eight more pitches. Whereas the people who are successful in business, they like, okay, yep, that happened. Can't do anything about it now. So let's just move on to the next pitch. And it's such a metaphor for what you just said, emotional resilience, because we have to just be resilient enough, as you said, in your $300,000 example, to just take your lumps, get it done, and then move on. Yeah, you have to move on. And the faster you move on, the better. But I will also say that if you can do something with your experience, like turn it into a positive somehow, then not only are you kind of just moving on, you're leveraging it, you're winning from it. You're not just losing and learning a tough lesson. You're actually winning. So know what just happened, identify what you can do to mitigate that from happening again, and find an empowering meaning within that learning experience. Yeah, and again, not just find an empowering meaning, but use it. Use it to your advantage somehow. So the idea there's always a silver lining, but a lot of people aren't used to looking for that. A lot of people just assume it just simply doesn't exist, and I will tell you that that's not true. I'll give you a perfect example. It's a business example. Years ago, we used to own this software company, and we went to our first ever trade show, and FedEx didn't deliver our booth. We were like a little bit upset because it was our first trade show. So how do you show up to a trade show and have a booth with no actual booth? There was nothing there. And so what we did was we went to Walgreens in the States, and we bought a Bristol board and some markers and some tape, and we made a sign. And the sign says, FedEx didn't deliver our booth, so now we're forced to give you 50% off just to attract your attention. Man, there were lineups at that booth. And you know, normally when you go to a trade show, you go just to kind of like show up and say, hey, we're here. But we didn't do just that. We sold product right there on the floor. And that was unheard of in that scenario. So don't only just take your blow. Say, how can we turn this into something good? Boy, I think you're going to find a lot more booths that say FedEx didn't deliver our booth. We're offering 50% after this episode airs. <laughs> I think everyone's going to conveniently forget their booths and just knock on FedEx and UPS, those poor companies, after hearing this. That's a great idea. Right. And if you do and it works, please send me an email and let me know. <laughs> Take some pictures. Kim, what is your best advice ever for real estate investors? Best advice ever is don't be afraid to walk away from a deal. That's number one. And really that don't be afraid to walk away from anything because there's another opportunity right around the corner. Don't think this is the only thing and the only one. Don't get attached to any particular outcome. Now that concept is related to all of the coaching that we do, whether it's a particular outcome in a relationship, in a business arrangement, if it's a particular outcome with a real estate investment or a product that you're building, whatever it is, don't get attached. And when you remove your attachment, all of a sudden, 
you're able to think of grander solutions, you're able to solve problems with greater ease, and you're able to see new opportunities as they arise instead of really keeping your eyes peeled on this one idea. So that would be my greatest piece of advice. How do you know that there's another opportunity around the corner? There are so many of them, you can't see them. You don't have the capacity to see all the opportunities that are coming at you every minute of every day. So it's not how do I know, it's how do you open yourself up to what's coming at you? That's really the question. There's an unlimited amount of opportunities. We just don't have the capacity to see them and embrace them all. And how do you have someone embrace that philosophy? Because it's still not a, okay, I got it. It's still, believe me, there is more opportunity. How do you know? Well, you can't see them. There's more. How do you have someone embrace that? How do we teach people to look at things that way? Number one is we look at their history. So there's a philosophy. The philosophy is this. We always look for evidence to support our beliefs. So when we believe there's just one opportunity and if we blow it, lives get blown out of the window then that's the belief we live by and that becomes true for us. If we believe that there are lots of opportunities, then they just show up. But one of the things we do is we help someone look backwards and we say, look at all the things that have happened and let's look at how they showed up. And we'll start to show people that they have been involved in a huge number of opportunities over time, but they never thought of it quite that way. Mm, Right? So we start to show them the evidence of the opportunities in their own lives up until this point. And opportunities can look like, hey, where did you meet your spouse? It could look like, how did you end up buying that car? It could end up like, how did you meet your best friend? Or how did you start this business? Or how did you buy this house? Or how were you introduced to this particular idea? Or how did you get to this dentist who really did a great job for you? And you'll notice that Oddly enough, a lot of things are lined up for you perfectly and serve you with a million opportunities. We just don't think of it that way. Yeah, unless we're forced to look back and then reverse engineer how we got to that point. That's really interesting. Right. The other thing is, look at how so many awesome things happen to you all the time every single day that we just take for granted. Like this morning, did you have a hot shower? You probably did. And you don't kind of stop and take notice. Or if you go into a building and you go up in the elevator, do you know how much planning went into that elevator for you? How many people were involved in creating the building and creating the structure that allowed you to get into that elevator that day? We don't think of getting into an elevator as an opportunity, but it's pretty massive. A great perspective, that's for sure. And one thing that I do with my fiance before every meal is we mention something that we're grateful for so that it triggers that in our mind. And it would be something like a hot shower or an elevator, although I haven't specifically mentioned those two things. Now I've got two more things to, to add to my list. Hey, I can, I can give you an endless list of lists. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's go. All right, first a quick word from our best ever partners. Got your free strategy session to generate online leads yet? Well, if not, go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Dan Barrett's going to give you a concrete online advertising strategy by the end of the conversation. You can choose to implement it yourself or you can work with this team and they'll implement it for you. Adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Ready to enter the minds of successful entrepreneurs and millionaires? Are you ready to excel in your entrepreneurial and investing journey? The new podcast, Before the Millions, studies phenomenal entrepreneurs and their path to millions. 
Journey through exclusive interviews, giving you all the secrets to mimic their successes. Listen and subscribe to Before the Millions podcast at beforethemillions.com. That's beforethemillions.com. What's the best ever book you've read? It's a book called Ask and It Is Given. Best ever personal growth experience and what'd you learn from it? Coaching. I learned that I am responsible for the way I feel and everything that happens to me. Probably my number one takeaway from attending Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins, exactly what you just said. We are in control of the emotions that we have. It's very empowering to think of it that way. It's a game changer. What's the best ever deal you've done? Best ever deal I've done, this house. (laughs) The house I live in. Why? I was supposed to buy it, and then it got pulled out from under us, and we ended up buying it afterwards at a lower price than our original offer. Did you have to wait a couple years or was it in bankruptcy or No, no, no. No, no. It was like a matter of like maybe a month or so, a month or so later with a new agent. Just things had changed and we found a bit of a loophole that allowed us to get us a lower price. What's the loophole? The loophole was the size of our balcony. So our balcony is oversized, and apparently because it's oversized, it had to be ripped down. So we asked them to pay for the teardown, theoretically, and they took that amount off the top of the price. You still have your balcony? Yes, I do. (laughs) What's the best ever way you like to give back? Coaching. It's just what I do. What's the biggest mistake you've made on a particular deal? Yeah, I mentioned that one. The biggest mistake was not knowing tax law. Well, where can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? Best place is frameofmindcoaching.com. There's all kinds of information there. There's uh, audios, there's blogs, there's testimonials. And best of all, there's an assessment that you could take that will allow you to assess your frame of mind right here, right now. Kim, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for talking about and educating us on what makes a real estate professional better than other real estate professionals. That is, if the person has a high degree of emotional resilience, we have to learn from it, find an empowering meaning and use it to our advantage somehow. And you gave the perfect example of the FedEx delivery didn't come to your trade show booth. So you had a sign on the booth that said we're offering 50% discount to attract attention because we didn't get our booth delivered by FedEx. As well as if we are second guessing if there are other opportunities, then let's be honest with ourselves and take a look at how we got to this point, how we have accomplished certain things that we have in our lives, whether it's a significant other or some sort of business thing, or as you said, maybe even how'd you get your car, your best friend, and then look at those through reverse engineering as opportunities. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Ready to enter the minds of successful entrepreneurs and millionaires. Are you ready to excel in your entrepreneurial and investing journey? The new podcast, Before the Millions, studies phenomenal entrepreneurs and their path to millions. Journey through exclusive interviews, giving you all the secrets to mimic their successes. Listen and subscribe to Before the Millions podcast at beforethemillions.com. That's beforethemillions.com.